Hello and welcome to Rams Revealed. I'm your host, JB Long. Hey, before we start, if you're an Apple podcast right now, would you take a moment to rate us? Shoot us a quick message. Let us know if you've got any thoughts on how we can make Rams Revealed even better. As you know, it's 49ers week and the Rams are 4-1 and as they enter division play Sunday in prime time. Our guest, unfortunately, was unable to play in last year's thriller in Santa Clara as a Week 10 injury cost him the back half of 2019. But he's back and playing very well in 2020. In fact, one of the biggest reasons L.A. is off to such a great start. We welcome right tackle Rob Habenstein to the Rams Revealed podcast for the first time. Good afternoon, Rob. How are you? I'm doing good, man. How are you? Uh, quite well, thanks. How did uh, 49ers week start at practice today in Thousand Oaks? Uh, it was a good install. Everyone's locked in. Uh, know what we need to do. This is a... Uh... This is a really good team uh, that are, uh, you know, coach well and they play hard and shows on their film. So, you know, we get to, we got to, uh, you know, bring our preparation and, you know, take it day by day and uh, you know, get what we can out of it. Behind the scenes, it was Jared Goff's birthday. Did you get him anything or celebrate it all today? I got him a, uh, I got him, a, I got him a knuckles and then had a happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, we all, uh, we all sang them in the, in, in the weight room, so it's good. Awesome. I know Sean McVay was promising to have some fun at his expense during cutups this week. How did that golf spike play out in the meeting room? I'm sure we'll see it tomorrow. So I'll have to let you know. Oh, he's saving it. Okay. He's saving it. Got. Um, So at four and one, uh, much of the talk seems to be instead of like how well the Rams have played, maybe how poor the NFC East is this year. But I take a look at those defenses you've gone up against, Robin. They're a nightmare up front. I mean, you can't tell me the East is down because of the defensive fronts of Dallas, Philly. New York or Washington, they had some studs. What would your response be to anyone who says, well, the Rams have had it easy so far? Uh, you know, it's, you know, this is the NFL. Um, anyone who kind of says that has clearly never played in the NFL or clearly, you know, never really got to experience the, you know, the level of play that is demanded every single day, every single uh, practice, every single, every single game. Um, you know, there's, there's monsters on all sides of the ball. Um, you know, you, you come into a game and you're ill-prepared or thinking it's going to be easy, you know, you're going to go ahead and get your butt up real quick. So, uh, you know, that's something I thought we did a great job the first half or first quarter of the season, um, you know, taking, you know, not taking anything lightly, knowing that, you know, this is, you know, like I said, this is the NFL, you know, you got to bring your best every single, every single day, every single week. You know, that Niners front looks much different this year, doesn't it? DeForest Buckner traded, no Bosa or Ford on the edges in particular. What have you noticed from your early film study and meeting so far? Uh, you know, I, I honestly, I, I think just the effort, you know, jumps out on film, you know, um, you know, guys are, guys are playing hard and obviously they had some key injuries and some really good players go down, but you know, it's, uh, you know, the NFL is next man up and it's, it's, it's showing, you know, guys are out there playing hard. They know what their assignments are. They know what they're trying to do as a defense, what, you know, what they're trying to get done uh, schematically and everyone seems to know what their job is. And that's just the sign of a really good defense. And I think it's, uh, you know, I think it's showing and, you know, you know, we're going to have our hands full this week and, you know, trying to go out there and get, get a win. Yeah, you haven't been in this position many times, thankfully, at least not lately. But when a team loses a game, you know, they redouble their efforts to make sure it doesn't become a losing streak. When they've lost two in a row, especially two in a row at home, I can only imagine the feeling right now in the 49ers locker room to make sure it doesn't become a three-game losing streak. What's that like for a group to kind of, I don't know, just rally up and make sure – wins don't compound or losses don't compound themselves you know it's just uh you know you know i've i've been a part of a couple of the three game slide early in my career and it's, you know guys are out there and uh you know you're just like you said kind of doubling down your focus and 
you know, kind of taking your uh, taking your your day to day schedule and you know making sure you're doing everything as perfectly as possible so you can go ahead and get the outcome on Sunday. And you know, like I said, it's going to be a dogfight when you get out there. It always is us with the Niners, and uh, you know that's that's kind of what you signed up for. And we're uh, you know we're going to work our way this week to, so we're ready for the challenge. Yeah, I can tell that you and that group won't expect anything except the 49ers' very best on Sunday night. Hey, how does an offensive lineman feel about leading the NFC in rushing attempts? Has that been enjoyable to lean on the opposition a bit with favorable down and distance time and score? Sure, yeah. You know, I think every, every offensive lineman loves loves running the ball. But, you know, yeah, I think our group uh, as an offense, everyone who's been in there is uh, – is 100% on board with whatever we have to do to, to win the game. And that's what, whether that's pass the ball 70 times or, you know, run the ball 40 times or, you know, a good mix in between. You know, Sean's obviously a, uh, you know, a real genius at, you know, kind of putting together, you know, schemes and, uh, and everything like that. So we're just, uh, we're all 100% bought into what we need to do um, and how our individual role uh, fits, fits in with the team. And, you know, we're just trying to get that outcome of a win. Speaking of that individual role, how do you feel like you've played so far? Uh, you know, I've never been a big believer in kind of, you know, kind of reflecting midseason. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, all, all, all I can tell you is I'm going to take uh, take this week with the same approach, uh, you know, the same professionalism that I've that I've had, in, you know, in, in in my in my day to day, and uh, you know, make sure my body's as fresh as I can, um, make sure I'm uh, my mind's as as sharp as I can be on the, on the, uh, on the scheme and, uh, you know, my film study and, uh, you know, just put my best foot forward and, you know, hopefully stack another good week on top. So McVay has said this on your behalf. Chrome has recently too, that you might've been playing at 100% last year physically and just wouldn't say anything because you're such a tough guy. We get that. How would you describe last year looking back on it relative to where you are now? Um, I mean, I mean, last year, uh, you know, obviously I had the, uh, had the injury late or I guess kind of early, but, uh, you know, I'm not going to make any excuses of kind of what it is. You know, I did, I wasn't playing good ball, you know, whether it's something or not, uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, I wasn't playing well. Um, and then to get hurt and, you know, end up uh, you know, needing to needing a correction on it. And then, uh, you know, I just, you know, went back to work, you know, tried to, tried to build my body as best as I could uh, back up and, you know, the time allowed, and especially with COVID hitting and everything like that, of, you know, trying to do all I could to make sure that I was 100% ready for this, uh, this training camp, first couple weeks of the season and now this week. To that point, did you want to change anything physically this offseason, weight, diet, body composition, workouts, any of that? Uh, I mean, yeah, I think everyone's got uh, goals and, you know, I'm going to kind of, you know, keep mine uh, – Keep mind to my chest until the uh, until the season's over. But you know, I, everyone's got something they're fighting, you know, fighting for. You know, whether it's a little stronger, faster, or well, you know, everything. Right. So continuity, as you know, and experience was so huge for the success in seventeen and in eighteen. And you've been fortunate enough so far to enjoy a bit of it again in twenty twenty. But really, I was thinking like Sunday will only be your fourth game with this exact starting five alignment specifically. So that makes me anticipate that maybe there's some upside there for this group still to be realized. Do you believe that as well? Sure. Yeah, no, I mean, besides, you know, <laughs> besides what, you know, we've got some young players out there and, uh, you know, guys are, uh, you know, guys are out there at practice still learning, you know, you know, you know, myself included, you know, there's something I can take from, uh, uh from coaches and especially wit and, you know, everything like that, but it's, uh, you know, I, I think the big thing with, with our group that we have now, you know, it's talking specifically with the offensive line, uh, you know, we're, we're all confident in, 
in the process that we put in. So no matter who's in there, everyone's kind of got the same mindset of how we want to how we want to attack attack different defenses, how we want to attack different techniques, how we want to do things. So I mean, obviously continuity is important, and you know, truly understanding how the guy next to you plays because everyone's going to be a little bit different physically, but we all have the same kind of mindset and goal as an offensive line of kind of what we're trying to get done on a certain particular play and that kind of goes out goes down through the uh, playbook were you at all surprised big wit wanted to run it back maybe even run it back three more times when he re-signed with the rams this offseason no that man's gonna play long you know longer than than all of us here so um, (laughs) he's gonna be the first 60 year olds still strapping it up (laughs) he looks better every year so um you know I, I think I think he'll get bored anyway. Anyway, so if he did, if so, he I mean, like I hope you guys play the rest of your career together. But does any small part of you like look forward to the day where maybe the Chase Youngs of the world go test the new guy over at left tackle rather than bothering you, knowing that Wits over on the other side? No, not at all. You know, because I think that's the uh, you know that's the competition that you you know you signed up for when you want to play in the NFL. You know, you, you know you want to go up against those guys and. You know, they're, I mean, don't get me wrong, they're freaks. Uh, they're, hmm. you know, strong, fast, violent ind- individuals. And, you know, it's kind of the, uh, you know, that's what you signed up for. You know, that's what, you know, you want to go test yourself, you know, against the best. And, uh, you know, when it doesn't work out, you know, you got a, uh, you know, you got a 15 year shoulder to be like, hey, man, like, kind of, what, you know, what'd you see here? And he's like, you know, mm-hmm. and give you his, you know, his, his little nugget of gold. And you're like, okay, that makes sense. And, you know, you kind of, you know, maybe correct something that you've been doing wrong for, for a little bit. I mean, modern football theory says right tackle is every bit as important to an offensive success as left tackle. Uh, the position may not be paid accordingly quite yet, but we're getting there. Has that been your lived experience, Rob, in terms of premier pass rush can come from anywhere these days? And your team's the perfect example with Aaron Donald doing it from the interior. Uh, yeah, no, I know. You know, kind of, kind of what I was saying earlier. I mean, there's, you know, there's, there, there's freaks everywhere. You know, there's not just, uh, you know, you know, one guy, you know, if they have one guy, you know, they're going to probably line them up anywhere to find a, a best matchup or, you know, how it best attacks a, uh, an offense, whether it's, you know, through film back breakdown of like a, uh, you know, their slide protection or anything like that. So, you know, they can come from anywhere. And so, I mean, I mean, you can't have the mindset of like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a right tackle. Okay. I'm going to run block really well. And then, you know, just, that's just kind of not what I'm paid to do because it's a completely opposite. You know, you're paid to pass protect, you're paid to run block. You're paid to do everything an offensive lineman needs to do. So you need to do it at the best level that you can as a player. Yeah. So here's another popular theme with your offensive line group, it seems. Fatherhood. You and your wife, Megan, I understand, welcome to second daughter in July. How's that going? No, it's going great. She's, uh, she's getting big and keeping us on her toes. Amazing. Uh, congratulations. The Blights became a family of four earlier this year, too. Yep. Whitworth's got a clan, of course. I wonder what advice would you offer Austin Corbett, though, who just became a dad, and, and David Edwards, too, is, he is, and his wife are expecting. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, uh, you, know, but, you know, obviously Austin having the first couple of weeks, or Corbett having the first couple of weeks, you know, he's, uh, that man was built to be a dad. You know, he, uh, there's nothing I can tell him that's going to help him out. He was he was born ready for it. And then, you know, whatever advice, you know, Dave needs, you can come to any single one of us and, uh, you know, ask what he needs or anything like that. But, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's just exciting to see, the, see those boys, uh, you know, come up and, you know, start their own families. 
You think Dave's capable of changing the diaper? <laughs> yeah, 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 I think he is. Yeah. Little, uh, little, little practice, I, I think we'll be all right. Is there anyone in that offensive line room you don't think could get it done? Oh, great. Uh, Brian Allen. <laughs> that man does not need to be a father. <laughs> <laughs> he's, not, he's not ready for that yet. No, he, no he's not ready for the diaper in the long nights. Well, Rob, uh, thanks as always uh, for stopping by to give us some of your time. Have a great week of practice. And, uh, hey, here's to 5-1 and one at San Francisco. Awesome. I appreciate it, JP. Thanks for having me on, man. And if you enjoyed our conversation with Rob Havenstein, please do subscribe to this podcast so that you can be notified when the next episode is available. The Rams podcast network is more robust than ever, by the way. Between the Horns, Ramblin' with Serena, Rams Iconic with DeMarco Farr, and then Les and Kara Sneed have a new one called Six Ways to Sunday. Check them out at your convenience. For Rob, Jory, Rudy, Travis, and Erica, who all contributed to this version, I'm JB Long, and this is Rams Revealed. Thank you.